Good morning. Consumer price index numbers came out this morning and they actually just barely beat expectations. Welcome uh, to Orlando Real Estate Buzz. I'm Brendan Rendo with the Homes in Orlando team and joined as always by Joseph Dion of Apple Home Loans. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. I am a uh... I'm kind of a little stoked right now. Like it's very rarely that I can sit there and say I get a good day on the stock market and a good day. In the <laughs> well, you knew the stock market was going to kind of like the numbers. Yeah, you, know? you kind of did. And you needed the CPI. You needed those numbers to come in pretty, pretty much on expectation for the bond market to react positively. Mm -hmm. And there's it was kind of interesting, though, when we started looking behind the numbers. So mm -hmm. let's take a look at those. And the thing right off the top, second paragraph in, the index for shelter was by far the largest contributor to the monthly all items increase, accounting for 90% of the increase. What have wow. we been talking about is those numbers and how we feel that they're overinflated currently. Mm -hmm. because rents have slowed down. Um, if you look at Realtor.com, Redfin, Zillow, they're all putting out there that rents are decreasing Yeah, overall, not, not increasing. And they've still got this number. Here's our shelter number right here. Shelter. They're saying it's still at a 7.7% increase. Yeah, this is an interesting one, right? Like, I'm not feeling like I feel like what we're seeing on one side doesn't match what we're seeing on this report as much. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's like, okay, what, where are they finding their numbers? We know how they do it, which is basically a phone call. Mm -hmm. And they're not where there's so many sources for, for getting actual numbers for rental fees that you think would be a, a it, it match more of what we're seeing out there in the market overall, mm -hmm. but we're not. Yeah. And then it, that kind of goes into another item we were talking about today, which was the release of the jobless numbers, because that's supposed to be the saving grace and why the fed is keeping rates up where they are is because they want a cooling, um, jobs market and we mm -hmm. saw our jobs numbers come out and we've actually had an increase 21,000 um, claims over the past week so that's a that's a pretty good jump that's that's not an insignificant jump at all yeah and the, what they've been saying is is the job market's robust the job market's robust the job market's robust but mm -hmm. earlier this week zip reporter which is everyone knows one of the big big spots for, you know, posting of jobs and everything like that. They actually revised all their numbers for the end of the year, their outlook. And in what they said is the number of job openings and employers willingness to pay for those job openings has been declining significantly from the peaks of prior years. Well, that seems interesting. Where does that tell you our job market's going? It doesn't seem like it's as robust as it feels, right? Correct. Correct. I mean, we've seen, you know, 
significant some bigger companies with layoffs you mm-hmm. know over the past over the past couple of weeks so you kind of expected the the claims to shoot up a little bit um but that you know from 248 roughly 21,000 that's about a 10% mm-hmm. increase over the prior week so i think we're everything that the fed has done has really taken effect at this point yeah and we've still got some hits to take overall because mm-hmm. you look at the other other aspects within the economy and we know the u.s got downgraded from triple a to double a plus yeah but bitch right behind that the day after came out and downgraded with something which is very concerning to us is fannie mae and freddie mac yeah which are the two biggest mortgage originators in in the world actually and they just got downgraded even though you told us that last week they're actually 20 percent more profitable than they were last year isn't that weird how this like why are we seeing all of this it feels like there's more to the puzzle right like yeah and it's and you're just sitting there and then you know you know we talk about the banks you know the mm-hmm. banks are supposed to be solid now you know they came in they did the rescue they're supposed to be solid now so mm-hmm. now we get this news again contradicting what we're being told you know moody's yeah. downgraded 10 regional banks and what's what's in all the regional banks are consumer back our, our commercial mortgages yep so as those rates have gone up their profitability has been shot to heck because they can't nope. generate the interest income off of off of where the current rates are yep. so there's a number of things showing that hey you know our economy is really slowing down at this point the interest yeah. rates hikes that the fed's done are really taking effect overall mm-hmm. and yeah we're seeing, where, we're seeing Where's everyone looking for next month? Well, we it, slowly but surely we're, we're getting an increase in more people. 86, 86.5% are saying in the September meeting they're going to hold rates. They're going to hold. They're going to hold. Which, Which I think is what we kind of felt was going to happen, right? Yep. Like they're going to hold and then they're probably going to look to increase a little bit after, potentially. Yep, potentially. But I think we've there's enough... There's enough news of the economy slowing, and really, I think a a, a more I don't want to call it a robust re- recession, mm-hmm. but a higher probability of a harder landing mm-hmm. than what they've been telling us, because you've seen in the headlines a lot of headlines: soft landing, soft landing, soft landing. Yep, and this. This information doesn't doesn't feel very soft to me. Yeah. Overall, you know, it, I I think, I mean, we've we've seen it with with uh, mortgage application volumes. You know, as our rate goes up, our vo- your your volume of mortgage applications mm-hmm. has dove. We're actually about I think it's about fifty percent less than we were you know, back in January. Mm-hmm. So our pool of buyers keeps getting smaller, yep. even though the inventory 
is staying roughly the same. Our our pool of buyers is actually getting smaller. And we're starting to see that with the number of showings that we're getting on houses out there. Yep. I've got a couple that, you know, where we may have had five or six showings in a week normally. We're mm -hmm. dropping down to one or two. Comparable wise, we're still good. Compar you know, comp wise, we match up, but it's starting to get where you really got to look at, okay, yeah, this was six months ago. And we're, I'm actually looking at, looking up the rates and say, okay, what was the interest rate when this one sold? Mm -hmm. you know, was the interest yeah. rate at 6%? Well, mm -hmm. from 6% to 7%, if I put the numbers in, oh, that, that now makes this house a $400,000 or $400 more a month payment for the client over where it was back you know, six or seven months ago when the mm -hmm. rates were sitting, you know, six and six and a quarter. And you've got to, I've, I've got to really go through that with the sellers these days. Like, well, this house just, you know, just sold back in so-and-so for this much. And I want the same amount. It's like, you're, you're decreasing your pool of buyers tremendously. And it's just something you got to look at. And you're starting to see, um, more and more price decreases in the market than you have seen in you know previous years as well yep. so i mean that's that's where we're going and i just thought this was kind of interesting i thought we'd throw in there today this is credit card debt we just broke the one trillion dollar mark Ooh. for credit card debt we uh, well, we got a spending problem. Like we know that. Yeah, it starts from the top, and uh, it trickles. Yeah, it, it, does. it does. It does. At some, you know, something. You just look at that, and it's like something's going to break. Like a trillion. We have a trillion dollars. A trillion dollars. Forget canceling student loan debt. You're going to see people start saying we need to cancel credit card debt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. At least the at least the student loan debt is you know what five six percent interest rates. Uh, I mean, it could be up there. I mean, I think I have one of my wife's student loans is at nine percent, and it's a oh. federally subsidized. Federally. Like, it's better, <laughs> like, they're making their money off of student loans too. Yeah, but you, I mean, you're talking some of these interest rates are 28, 29 percent. Yeah, they're, interest rates. They, they, there's nothing you can do with that. Like that's hard. Like that's hard. Like, yep. people aren't going to be able to pay that off. Yeah, so it just, I think you're at some point you're going to start seeing the bankruptcy filings go up as well. Well, what I'm curious to see is you've seen um, talks about including student loan debt into bankruptcy, making it easier for people to include it into bankruptcy. I bet you if you see that happen, oh, bankruptcy filings will be through the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you've never been able to, um, yeah, the barrier to cancel, get included is any type so of federal, difficult. Federal debt. It's, yeah, so it's been so difficult to include it in the past that I think if they change that and with payments getting ready to restart and they change mm -hmm. that guideline, I, I I I think you see it skyrocket. Yeah. When do so, we when do they restart? Is it next month? I think September? it's next month they restart. And you know, like you talk about the jobless, like the job market and the growth. Like, what did we see on the jo initial jobless claims this this um, this morning? 
248. 248. And that was 21,000 above expectation, right? Mm-hmm. But here, here's, or uh, not, that was 21,000 more than last, last, whatever. Uh, but it, it, it overshot the number, right? Yes. And what have we seen the trend has always been for that jobless claim, right? It has always been initial numbers come below expectation. Then, mm-hmm. then they revise that number after the fact, after the market adjusts to the worst number. Correct. So, so what do you like? What What's concerning to me is if we've seen that trend for the last six to eight months, it's a little scary that they're coming up front saying we're oh, over. We're over. Do they revise it even more? Or is this that a is true a- number? That's a great point. That's a great point because every number pretty much since January has understated the actual claims. Yeah. So so that's an interesting point is yeah, does it does it pop up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if if I'm sitting there at the Fed and I'm look I look at all these headlines and look at different numbers. I'm stopping. I'm, I'm stopping, and I'm probably doing a, a, a quarter point reduction to try and actually soften the landing. Because at this point, we've still got several increases to hit the economy. I don't know if you've saw saw any news about China, what's going on in China, but they've actually have deflation right now. And their yeah. biggest um, developer just defaulted on their set of bonds, mm-hmm. and they're four. They have four times more projects going than um, the other one. I apologize, mm-hmm. don't remember the name that 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 defaulted on their bonds. So they've got it's six hundred fifty thousand units that they've been paid for but have not built. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. That's in in like I was looking like China with like going into deflation, like I was reading, their their manufacturing is like way down, way, oh, yeah. way down. And yep. their exports and imports, like even their imports are down, which mm-hmm. they're not exporting nearly like it's it's just a drop off a cliff how much they're exporting. But then yeah. their imports aren't making up for anything either. Like it's a, um, it's a very very interesting like seeing, to see kind of what. And then the funny part is, is you see the headlines and it's like China's in deflation for the first time since 2021. Yep. Which was when? COVID, right? Right. Vaccines. <laughs> but yeah. Right. Like we. But like you look at all of that, and it's like, okay, this is like we're starting to see like, and we've been seeing it, right? The rumblings are everywhere. They're kind of going mm-hmm. crazy. We're kind of, like, and it's like, well, when is that domino, right? It, it, yep. It's like, it's kind of like everything's like wobbling, like the table's not steady. The house of cards is built on a table and you got a bunch of toddlers running around the table. Like, you know, yeah. like it's a little scary. Something's going to bump and start and it's going to fall over. It's going to knock over. 
So what is that going to like, that's where we're kind of at is like in the toddlers are, you know, kind of China, US, right? Like, like it's, yeah. it's all, you know, it's all like, so who's going to see the first and you're starting to see it's like, okay, well, China's there and US, maybe we fall behind. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Like, I'm starting to feel like what we're getting today and in this meeting, like in these, these, this week and some of these reports, like we're starting to see some, some, some trends that maybe, you know, maybe we've got more to the puzzle piece than, than that's about to come out. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not saying anything like, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying like, it's just really hard to analyze this stuff. Cause Nothing really moves the way that you think it's going to move. I mean, today it kind of did. Yeah, we, we're we're like, getting presented. We're getting presented stuff this way, and then when you actually look at the numbers, it's like that's one eighty from where well, what you're telling us. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just you want to you want to sit there and go. Oh, either we're not being told something, or the way they're presenting it is not the correct way to present it. Mm -hmm. And that's, and that's really kind of, kind of where it is because the numbers, numbers just aren't supporting what they're saying. And at yep. this point, I just, I, 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 we, we continue the trend that we're continuing into next month. I definitely see the fed halting and I would recommend to them not to do another quarter point increase at this point. I just think they will. You know, let it. I, I, I just, I, think, I don't know why. I think they're going to, I think they're going to do that hold and then increase again. I just think that's what they're going to do. Like, and I'm just trying to figure it out. It's like, what, what are you trying? What have you not accomplished what you wanted to accomplish? I think we, I think we got to watch those jobless, especially the jobless numbers, because that's the one they've been holding up over mm -hmm. the past year. If we continue to see yep. those jobless claims continue to increase, that may be, I hate to say it, but that may be the saving grace to stop further increases mm -hmm. overall. Yeah. And so. I, I, I mean, the reality is, is I think that's what, you know, like we, we've kind of said this before is, you know, what we've seen from the Fed is that they kind of want to see, they want to see some people suffer. <laughs> yeah. Just, Sweet grandpas, you know, grandmas. <laughs> you want to see a few sacrificial lambs? Yep. Yeah. It's unfortunate. All right. So tell me, like, taking the 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 macro, the big picture, right? And let's go into the micro. Let's go into our numbers. Yeah. Right. What, what are we looking at? Well, this this I found kind of interesting because sales were, I mean, you want to talk about flat. We had a 481 last week. Interesting though, but that that was the end of the month, so we didn't see a spike, like we normally saw see a spike. So they, they held, it was just a straight line. Um, inventory went up again, you know, slowly, steady mm -hmm. for for single families. Condos, you did see the the end of month spike, which you normally see, and that inventory is continuing to grow overall. Uh, we're looking at what we look at every week, which is, you know, that original list, we're seeing that number starting to increase again. We're at 96%. So you're seeing about a 4% cut in from the original list price to the final. So they're doing about a 2% price decrease 
and then doing an additional 2% on top of that because we're sitting at 98% mm-hmm. for the for the final list price. Our days on market holding pretty steady at 35. And then here we go. See, our weekly sales are just, they sat flat for the end of the month. They didn't pop up at all, which you see here, you know, end of July, end of May, you know, end of April, you take, we've gotten, we've gotten spikes previously. And our days, you know, days on market, really kind of flatlining, 35 days on market, past two weeks Mm -hmm. held steady, days on market. Yep. But we are, and I think this truly is an effect of interest rates, is we're slowly but surely seeing that increase in inventory because the number of sales are down. Mm-hmm. So we're not we're not having the velocity of home sales that we're having in the past. So we're able to replenish the few that the few that are being sold are being able to be replenished by the ones by new ones. Yep. And then same thing here with with condos. You know, we're sitting down actually sitting down at 95%. So that's the highest that's been in a long time. And days on market has increased steadily to 45. Mm-hmm. Oops. And then you see, here's our end of month. Of course, we took a little spike up, which we normally do. You know, here, you know, you look look back at end of end of June. There's our there's our spike for the end of the month. But this is the big thing. Look at that increase in inventory. Mm-hmm. We've actually got over 1,500 condo units available on the market right now and we and you know that one of the reasons is the financing on them is again become more difficult than it has been in the past for people so you mm-hmm. would expect that inventory to increase because the buyer pool is a little bit smaller because of restraints on on some of the lending requirements for mm-hmm. condo yeah. So I mean, yeah, and, you, and you look at interest rate market, right? We we talk about the impact on primary, but on the investment side, it's it like you know your DSCRs. A lot of those options aren't really like the numbers don't work mm-hmm. on the condo marketplace anymore. Yep. Right. Yeah, I think I think I mentioned last week. I I got a new listing, um, condo listing out towards uh, Kissimmee in the. Um, short-term rental area mm-hmm. and they had taken it they had an eighty thousand dollar increase in their interest or not in their in their insurance cost for the yeah. year and that's going to get passed on and there goes there goes those hoa fees yep they're going up and it's interesting when you look at historically you look at a listing and you look back three years ago and the hoa fees may have been 250 and now they're sitting 450 $500. The HOA fees have almost doubled in the past two or three years for a lot of these, a lot of these condominiums yeah. out there. And if you're looking for an investment, you're now looking, okay, I got to do $500 and I, and you can't control <clears throat> the increases. Yep. Because if the insurance continues to increase like it has, you might expect another 20, $30 a month yep. increase in your HOA. Yeah. So, so it, that's one of the things I think it's going to 
it's going to put downward pressure on the prices of the um, of the condominiums. I mean, I have a client; she's downsizing. We looked at several over in Champions Gate, and there was one of them had a seven hundred and forty dollar a month HOA fee. Mm. Seven hundred and forty dollars. It was a thirteen hundred and fifty square foot, two bedroom, two bath condominium. Yeah, it's Champions Gate, but yeah, I mean, the other ones they in there were providing you for seven fifty. Yeah, yeah. Like you get cable, internet, a personal butler. Like what? Like, <laughs> like dinner delivered? You know, every evening. Right, like meal meal delivery plan. All yeah. right, personal trainer shows up at your house three times a week. So, I mean, how do you how do you sell that? How do you? Yeah, that's intense. That's hard. Yeah. And then the other ones we were looked at, they were still at five hundred dollars a month. And you convert that into into mortgage amount, and you're like, okay, why am I buying this as opposed to a house? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's seven hundred fifty dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, I, I I double did a double take, you know, and then actually called and checked. I'm like, is this actually right? You know, yeah. seven hundred forty. And they're like, yeah, we got this one, we got this, we got this. And I'm like, okay. You got you got you got the 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 condo, the master, and the master master. Master. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, that's I don't even want to try and keep them straight to begin with. You know, yeah. so, so it's, you know, I, I, I think we're going to see a steady market going forward, mm -hmm. but a very, um, I, I just don't see the price increases coming. I, yeah. I, I don't see, I don't see how we continue the growth that we've had in home values mm -hmm. with the, with the mortgage rates staying, you know, Roughly above they, seven right now. Yeah, and they, I don't. Uh, um, I just there's nothing that's really gonna that's helping. If that makes no. sense. Like there's nothing that's kind of like helping push these numbers into a trend that you're like, you know, you feel good about. That's like okay, they're gonna bounce back down. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't see, I don't, I don't see it right now. Um, yep. I think maybe you know maybe maybe we get some relief fourth quarter. I think if the feds pause in September and then hold and don't increase for the rest of the yep. year, yep. we'll see some relief. But my, my concern is this is if the feds pause in September, right. Mm -hmm. And we see a little bit of relief. You're going to see home buying numbers go up. If rates drop, you know, back into like say 6.875, 6.75, Mm -hmm. which is going to spurn the feds to increase again. So it's <laughs> almost like we need the feds to pause and for everybody to be like, what's going to happen and nothing change and nothing change. At least two cycles. And then we start to see some improvement because we're playing this game of cat and mouse is every time rates get too high, everybody holds and then the feds go, Oh, okay, we did enough. And then the moment it starts to drop, people go, okay, it's time to buy again. And then the feds go, well, well we got to go back up. Like, yep. And we're just playing a game of, you know, we're doing two steps up and one step down, right? Like on the yeah, ladder. It's like whack-a-mole, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, I think I, I I think that's where we are. I just I don't see much much more. Um, you know, we're seeing those numbers kind of drop. You're seeing, um, you know, you are seeing that the applications, you know, they are slowing down. You know, mm-hmm. um, we are noticing it, and it's because I mean they've been solidly over seven percent for the last week. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's you know national daily rate surveys. And, you know, a lot of like what people don't realize is that daily rate survey might be 7.05 average, but there's people quoting points to get to that 7.05 average. Like, it's not yeah. like that's par pricing. Yep. Like, yep. I, mean, I had a meeting with a small builder out of the land yesterday and he's like, you know, what can we do? I said, probably the first thing you want to offer is a buy down. Offer a buy down. You know, and, you know, and absorb it in your price. Because, I mean, you can absorb it. Factor is is the biggest factor right now for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I just, I'm having every, and, and that's the funny part is I'm having every buyer that I talk to is, what's the payment on this house? Okay. That's too much. Okay. What is it going to take to get to here? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, the funny part is, is the conversation is not like, oh, like I want to be here and that's firm. It's kind of like, well, I'm renting, you know, my rent was 1900 last year. It just went up to 2200. I'm okay if we go to 2500 to buy because I'd rather pay that to own than to rent. Mm-hmm. Is there any way we can get to 2600? I know the payments at 2700 for this house. Like, these the buyers are so deflated in a lot of what's going on is like they're just talking themselves and they're going okay I want to be here and I want to be like you know two years ago it'd be like I'm renting at two thousand I can buy something nicer for nineteen hundred hundred and now yep. it's my rent went up to twenty two hundred I'm willing to go to twenty five hundred and then they're really like but I'll stretch to twenty six hundred but I just can't do twenty seven hundred. Right. Uh-huh. And that's a conversation yep. I just I just had with a client this morning before jumping on this one. And it's like and I feel because I'm like, man, like. That's that that's a payment. And, you know, he's making 75, 80,000 a year. He can afford it. His ratios are in line. He's very. But it's still like if you're only making eight grand, like like let's say 80,000 you know, you're making seven grand a month before taxes, after taxes, you're making 5,600. And you're saying right off the bat that you're willing to go half of that or more. Uh, uh. Like that's a tough place to be. The What, what is the old adage? They say 25% of your income should yeah. be your mortgage payment. Yeah. Like that's hard. Like you, you like that's hard. I don't know. My, all my current prospects, buyers, no one's 25%. It's literally 40, 41, 42. Yeah. They may have a car payment and we've actually had to look at, you know, we've talked to people like, um, you might want to try and refinance your, your car payment. Yeah. See if you can get it down 200 bucks mm-hmm. a month. Mm-hmm. And it's like that. It, well, what is it? They, they came out this week and said that the average American cannot afford a $400 emergency right now. Like, it's like, was it 65 or 68% of Americans could not afford a $400 emergency right that's now. That's scary. And, and you know why? 
Because we got a trillion of credit card debt. Yeah. Like, I mean, what do you they, yeah. they've already tapped It's not like you're gonna emergency. go put it on your credit card because you've already got that maxed out. You already got it maxed. And like, and if you had like the balance, like I've talked to a lot of people, they've seen their balances go down. Yeah. So it's like it's not even because the interest rate went up. The credit card company is like, this person doesn't make enough to make the higher interest payments. So we're going to drop their maximum buying power. So they're losing that 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 um, credit utilization that they had before. Yep. yep. When money gets more expensive to borrow, you get yep. a lot less of it to borrow. Exactly. Exactly. And we're seeing it in all fronts and it's going to have its impact and it's having its impact. And we've been going for 33 minutes. I don't want to keep going oh, for oh much God. longer. So let's wrap this up. I appreciate you, Brendan. Some really, yep. really good stuff. Hopefully no doom and gloom. Like I feel like today we kind of, uh, it was, it's a little weighty. It, it's but. weighty, but it's, it's the truth. And you got to look at it. Because it, it, it all matters when you're making the biggest purchase of your life, which is a house. Yeah. You got to look at it. So, well, listen, everyone, take care. Thanks for joining us. Again, hit like and subscribe. And we'll see you again next Thursday. Take care. Yeah.